Hello, this is Joe, the Connection Counselor, and today on Executive Presence Morsels, we'll be sampling another bite-sized learning to help you be seen, be heard, and be elevated. Hello, welcome to Season 4 of Executive Presence Morsels. Today we're going to talk about Executive Presence as it applies for women. Now, I have to be a little bit careful here and humble because I'm not a woman, so I can't really imagine or know um, all the nuances of what it must be like to try to have executive presence as a woman in an organization. As my wife has taught me, I have plenty of blind spots and plenty of issues. So I'm not here to say I'm an expert or the, on this issue or can magically make um, anyone's uh, executive presence issues just disappear, um, especially if you're a woman, which I don't have any direct experience of being. What I'm going to try to do here instead is to share some of the principles and some perspectives, and hopefully that can inform and help you on your executive presence journey. The other thing I'd like to say is if there's something that resonates with you or if there's something that you totally disagree with, I want to hear from you. I want to get that feedback. Uh, so I can resolve it and think about it and course correct as need be, which makes my thinking stronger and any advice I can share with people in the future much better. So if you'd like to do that, please leave me an email at joe at or a voice message on Anchor FM. I want to share with you something that happened to a mentee of mine where they had just gotten their uh, evaluation, end of the year evaluation. And the things that they told me that their boss said, what it just kind of blew my mind. They were saying stuff like, well, you need to um, be nicer to the guys because they get a little bit offended the way you talk to them. Uh, and things like, uh, you need to learn how to talk better to people uh, in terms of public speaking, you know, we think you should take some elocution lessons. And, you know, my, my mentee is a very ambitious and a very talented individual. And I got so upset when I heard that advice. And I made it very clear to her in no uncertain terms that, you know, what the advice that was being given to her uh, was just totally not something that she should take at face value. And here's the reason why. A lot of times what happens is when people are trying to tell you that uh, you need to change something, uh, what they're really saying is from an executive presence standpoint, they don't believe that you're able to lead, right? And then they throw in all these recommendations of things that you need to fix to fix that. But really, it's just kind of based on their perception. Um, changing that may or may not help. What, the only thing that really helps is doing things that inspire people to believe that you can lead. Now, women, and um, there's a great book by Andrea Kramer uh, called Breaking Through Bias, and she talks about how women are in a double bind, right? Because the stereotype or the expectation still prevailing in society today is that women are supposed to be nice, kind, and compassionate, right? That's the expectation. And men are expected to be tough and decisive. And this plays over into the working world as well. So women are faced with a double bind. 
you know, two bad choices. They can be what people expect them to be, both men and women, uh, and they can be nice and considered weak, or they can be how people consider or would like men to be or leaders to be, which are mostly men uh, in a lot of organizations, which is competent and unlikable, right? Because they're doing things that typically you wouldn't expect a woman the way to treat other people, so then they become unlikable to both men uh, and women. So this is really, you know, damned if you do, damned if you don't. So I call this, you have this impossible choice of either being liked or being executive, right? So here's the thing. When you start to look at executive presence and leadership, not as being a choice between those two things, being liked and being executive, and instead being about inspiring confidence in your ability to lead and not about getting people to like you, it really changes the nature of your approach and not only gives you more options, it gives you more appropriate options, options that are more appropriate to your authentic self and how you should lead and be able to be yourself in a, in a manner that will be respected uh, and not torn down uh, by stereotypes. So people cannot like you, but they can still respect you and still recognize your executive presence, which is sort of the scenario where a lot of men find themselves in already. Uh, but of course, women have the double bind. Now, if you want to have it all, right? So if you want to have that executive presence, but you still don't want to be found as unlikable, there is something you can do. And what you can do has a lot to do with how you connect to people. And not connect in a way to make them like you, but connect in a way that people really see who you are and get to know you in a way that develops trust and respect. Now that can be done directly through your relationship with them, or it can be done indirectly through others who sort of represent you or um, kind of uh, put in, um, you know, high, you know, reputation of you and, and sort of show other people that like, wow, you know, you are a really amazing leader. And so what this starts to do is it starts to make you more than a stereotype and it starts to break the stereotype. So those are some perspectives uh, that I've seen. Um, I always try to keep the focus on the definition of executive presence, which is, are you able to inspire confidence that you have the ability to lead in a given situation? And if you can keep that as your North Star, it definitely gives you more options uh, and I think is a much better approach than just taking at face value some advice that your manager gives you based on their personal opinion or their perspective or even worse, their stereotypes of the way you should or could be. So want to repeat again, um, I'm looking for your perspective. Uh, those women professionals out there, especially for those who've achieved the executive and higher ranks, would, would love to hear from you, your stories. Uh, leave a voice message, send me an email, uh, and if we can, we can feature uh, some of those stories in a future episode. Thanks so much. I'm Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Remember, 
It's not what you say, do, or wear. It's how you make people feel that generates executive presence. Nothing else matters. If you'd like, please stay tuned for a preview of tomorrow's episode, brought to you by our sponsor. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, welcome back. It looks like season four is the season for me to be a little bit brave and cover topics which uh, aren't really in my um, sort of strong zone because uh, I don't actually inhabit them totally. Uh, but I do want to share some principles and perspectives so hopefully it can inform uh, people's thinking and hopefully improve their results in the area of executive presence. So today I want to cover executive presence for professionals who are other-abled, right? So that may be from a physical perspective and it may be more uh, visibly apparent or it may be uh, more from a uh, mental or other uh, perspective, which you know maybe isn't always as readily apparent. Um, so the statistics on discrimination for uh, professionals who are other able are not really great and by that I mean there is a lot of uh, discrimination uh, and when lawsuits are brought um, typically they're found uh, 70 some odd percent in favor of the company so only 20 some odd percent of those cases are in favor uh, of the other able person who is bringing uh, the discrimination suit uh, via the Americans with Thanks for listening. Can't wait to share the rest of the episode with you. Join us next time for another tasty executive presence morsel.